God bless you, brothers and sisters. This is Brother Leonard. It's a great day to be a part of the body of Christ. It's a great day to be connected to our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, where he can use me at any time. And, uh, and I can help bring the kingdom of heaven here to this earth. I'm an extension of him. And thank you so much, Lord, for letting me be an extension of you. Brothers and sisters, it's so good to be back on again. And today I have an exciting message to talk to you about, uh, to give you. And I want to talk to you about faith today because faith is absolutely necessary in everything that we do. So let's pray. Father, we just want to thank you for your word today. Thank you for all that you continue to do, your many blessings today, Lord. Thank you for blessing the word. Let it be powerful. God, we thank you for everything that you're doing right now. Anoint our ears to hear. Anoint me to speak your word in Jesus' name. We bind every devil, every demon that will try to come to cause chaos and confusion. And Lord, we give you praise in the name of Jesus. The Bible says that faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God, which means that in order for you to develop faith, you have to listen to the word of God. Now, listen. The word of God is alive and it's powerful, sharper than any two-edged sword, piercing even to the dividing line of the soul and the spirit and of the joints and the marrow. It's a discerner of the thoughts and intents of the heart. It's God's word that creates that faith. It's your knowledge of God, what God does, what he can do. It's your, your trust in God. You develop that as you develop a relationship with him, as you get into the word, right? The Bible says that faith is a substance of things hoped for and the evidence of things not seen. So by faith is how we get to know God, how we believe that God is who he says he is. It's the Holy Spirit of God that gets into that word and causes us to have the belief that that's necessary for us to uh, to trust God. The Bible says in Proverbs three, five, and six, to trust in the Lord with all your heart and lean not into your own understanding, but in all your ways, acknowledge him and he'll direct your path. So everything is about trust, which really indicates a relationship. And the reason why people don't have trust and faith in God today is first of all, they don't have a relationship with him. So if you haven't never received Jesus Christ as your Lord and savior, you cannot have a relationship with God. Because in order for you to come to God, you must first come through Jesus Christ, our Lord and Savior. And so the problem is you haven't been born again. Now, in order for you to be born again, you have to accept Jesus as your Lord and Savior, which means you're going to have to listen to the word, listen to the gospel preached, so that you can develop that faith to receive him, to accept him as your Lord and Savior, to know that he's real. And it's the Holy Spirit of God that would make him real in your life today. Now, if you want to be saved, I certainly will make time for that uh, right after I finish preaching this message. And you can get saved and give your life and heart to the Lord Jesus so that you can develop a relationship with him. It's just like having a relationship with the people that you know, the people all around you. You know, it's getting to know them. The Bible says the people that know their God shall do exploits. And so if I'm going to do exploits, uh, because I know my God, then, you know, I need to get out there and do what God called me to do. Now, staying in the word of God will ensure that you continue to develop your faith. That's important. 
It's important because if you don't develop your faith, then you can't do exploits. You can't do the things that God wants you to do. And so, first of all, we need to be in the word of God. Because again, the Bible says that faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. So it's important for us that we are in the word. It's important uh, for us that we read God's word and that we understand the Bible. You know, as we as we're in the word, we develop um, this this fellowship with God. You know, this relationship where we begin to trust him, where we know God will do what he said he will do. You know, you can't get that if you don't bother to read your Bible. The Bible is important. All scripture is given uh, uh, from God, from inspiration of God. You know, and so what you have to do is you have to get in the word and, and get to understanding who God is. So get in the Bible. And if you want to know about faith, and why faith is so important, then read the Gospels, uh, Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John. And as you're reading uh, Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John, you'll begin to see how important faith is. Once there was a man, and he was blind, and he sat along the roadside, and as Jesus was headed, uh, headed out of this town, that man, his name was Blind Bartimaeus, he called out for Jesus uh, he said, Jesus, thou son of David, have mercy on me. Blind Bartimaeus wanted to be healed. He, he, he wanted to see. And guess what? Well, he couldn't see. He couldn't see. But what he did was he called out for Jesus. And when he called out for Jesus, um, he said, Jesus, son of David, have mercy on me. And so what happened? Was Jesus, well, you know what he did. He healed blind Bartimaeus. And so that being said, he had to have faith. Blind Bartimaeus believed. So when Jesus stopped, he, Jesus asked him, he said, well, what do you want me to do for you? He says, I want to see. I want my sight. And he says, uh, he looked at, Jesus looked at him and said, be it, be it done unto you as your faith believes. So the whole point of this is that you have to believe. And so in order for you to develop your faith, you got to be in the word of God so that you can get the word in you so you, you can believe. It's hard for you to try to believe something spiritual, right? If you're not in the word, because the word is spirit. You know, the Bible says, that uh, his word is spirit and is truth. And so that's, that's, your, that's your cue to get into the word of God, to study the word of God. Because if you don't, then you can't get results, right? There's so many stories about people who, um, who had faith. Um, there's so many people in the Bible who had faith. And so if you would just read all those instances where they had faith, then you'll understand how they got healed, you know, because they first had to believe and they heard the preaching. They heard Jesus preach and they were able to um, to get their healing, to get what they wanted from the Lord. Now, you know, one of the stories I really like is the woman with the issue of blood. 
because she went to all these different doctors and everybody took her money, but she didn't get better. They treated her, but she got, she didn't get any better. You know, have you been there or are you there? You know, where you're going to the doctors, you're doing everything they said, but it's not getting better. You're still sick or you're still crippled or you can't see or you still have diabetes, high blood pressure. Uh, you still have high cholesterol. You still have all these different ailments and you've been taking vitamins and you've been taking all those things that those supplements that you need to take, but you're not seeing any results. Well, there is hope for you. So the woman with the issue of blood decided one day, I know she heard about Jesus. There is no way that she didn't hear about Jesus because if she hadn't heard about Jesus, she wouldn't have never got the faith to press on to get to Jesus. So picture this lady. She's got a menstrual cycle that never ends. She's bleeding all over the place. I'm sure that she's losing uh, iron contents out of her body. She's weak. She's in a weakened state. And she musters up the faith to go through this crowd. And she said that if I could just touch the hem of his garment, I will be made whole. Now listen to me. Everybody think that that's an uh, easy task that she did, but it wasn't. Because back in those days, if you were on a menstrual cycle and you touched somebody, guess what? When you're on a menstrual cycle, they consider you unclean if you're a woman, right? Back in those days. And so if you touch somebody, you could be executed. You could be stoned for what you did. Are you hearing me? So this woman, first of all, she had to have the faith that Jesus could heal her, even if she could get to Jesus. And secondly, she had to believe that she could fight through all that tradition, that religious tradition, and she can get to Jesus, even though she might have had fear of being stoned and executed. But in her, I think she decided that her case was so bad that she's already, uh, she's basically dying. I mean, that's what it comes down to. She's bleeding to death. So she's basically dying, and she understands that, you know what? If I get caught, what the heck? They can stone me, right? But she says, I know if I can get to Jesus, if I could just touch the hem of his garment, the bottom where I won't make him unclean. I'll just touch the bottom of his garment. I'll be made whole. And she she had rehearsed that over and over again, said that in her heart, said that with her mouth. And by the time she pressed through that crowd and those people saw her, she came through that crowd and she saw the feet of Jesus. She touched his garment and she was made whole instantly. Now, the power of God flowed out of Jesus because of this woman's faith. And so your faith will cause God's power to work on your behalf. You know, when you believe, when you trust God and believe God, your faith will absolutely get you out of any situation that you're in. Brothers and sisters, do you realize that faith is the currency of the kingdom? That, that's how you get things in the kingdom, by believing God, by trusting God. Put your trust in God. Trust God in any situation that you're in, knowing that you can't handle it yourself. When your back is up against the wall and you don't have anywhere else to turn and you don't have anybody else to go to, you can trust God. Absolutely. You can trust God knowing that God will never fail you. God will never let you down. I can imagine that the three Hebrew boys decided that, you know what, if we're going to die, we're going to die trusting God. And I tell you, that king was upset with them to the point where he had he was having them thrown into a furnace 
that was heated up to about 9,000 degrees. It was so hot that the people who threw them in, they were killed. After they threw them in, they were killed. Imagine that. They died right there because they couldn't tolerate the heat. But the Bible says that when they looked into this fiery furnace, they saw a fourth man. That fourth man was Jesus himself because he, the Hebrew boys, they had faith that even if God didn't deliver them, they wasn't going to bow to the king's image. And you know what? God delivered them. God showed up in the midst of that furnace and they didn't get burned. They didn't smell like smoke. Not a hair on their arms was singed, on their head was singed. I mean, God totally protected them. That's the kind of God we serve, brothers and sisters. He's a God of the impossible. He's a God that's ready to move on our behalf, knowing that if we would just trust him and believe him, that he will do what he said he will do. You don't have to have a lot of faith. You just have to have the faith as a grain of a mustard seed, which means that that faith will develop because when it grows, it will be as big as any tree out there. Your faith will be as big as any faith out there. If you would just continue to fellowship with the Lord, to stay in his word, to get God's word on the inside of you, continue to ask God, help, uh, help you to have revelation in his word. Read the Bible. Listen to good brothers and sisters preach the gospel to encourage you. You know, the fivefold ministry is out there. Go to church on Sundays and Wednesdays and get that word in you. Not just on one day, guys. You got to study the word. You got to get in the word. You have to read the Bible. Read what Jesus did. You always want to read what Jesus did. Read the book of Acts, the Acts of the Apostle, where they had faith. Did you know that there was a man that was at, um, they were having church. And so Peter and John was on their way to the temple to worship. And there was a man sitting outside the temple. He was begging alms, which means that he was begging for money, right? And so he goes, so they're going, and they're going in the temple. And this man was begging for alms. And Peter and John looked at him and said, Silver and gold have I none, but such as I have give unto thee. In the name of Jesus, rise up and walk. Now, Peter and John had faith for that man to get up from there. They said, we don't have any money, but we got something that's better than that. We got faith, baby, and we're going to get you out of that situation. And you know, this man was crippled from his mother's womb. He was a crippled man. And so when, when uh, Peter and John pulled him up by the arms, the Bible says his feet and ankles immediately regained strength. Well, gained strength, and he began to run and leap and praise the Lord. Now, brothers and sisters, what I'm trying to tell you is this, is that the faith comes by hearing and the hearing by the word of God. God's word will produce faith. It won't produce uh, doubt. It won't produce unbelief. It will absolutely produce faith. And the reason why people don't have the faith today is because they don't study the word. They don't get in the word. They don't fellowship with God. They don't pray. They don't exercise their faith. Do you realize that if you went to the gym and you didn't do any uh, any dumbbells or you didn't do weights and you didn't do some of the other uh, things they got there. Do you realize that you wouldn't gain, you wouldn't get any benefit out of that if you didn't do your ab exercises and exercises for your back, your lower back, your upper back? 
if you didn't do your chest exercises, do you realize you wouldn't get anything out of that? But if you go to the gym and you work on your biceps and you work on your triceps, after a while, they will develop and they will get strong. And now you're able to lift things. You're able to pick things up that before you couldn't pick up. You didn't have the strength. But now that you've been working out in the gym, you got the strength to do things that you couldn't do. Faith is the same way. When you work faith, when you develop faith, you will get stronger. Your faith will be able to do more. You know, you'll be able to believe God for uh, things that are impossible, things that you couldn't believe God before. But I'm telling you, brothers and sisters, it starts with loving God, having that relationship with him. And if you've never been born again, you need to get born again. Call, uh, invite Jesus to come into your heart and be the Lord and Savior of your life. you got to be in the kingdom if you want to experience faith. You can't experience faith because faith is a spiritual force, right, that's in the kingdom. It's the currency of the kingdom. And it is the spiritual force that moves God. God will go across heaven and earth to reach somebody who's got faith, who's got faith to believe him. I'm telling you, God will absolutely move in a mighty way for his people. You just got to believe God. The scripture says that if you come to God, you must first believe that he is. And he's a rewarder of them that diligently seek him. Guys, it's by faith that we do the things that we do. You know what? It was by faith that David did all the things that he did. All the victories that he routed, All the victories that he got. He got them by faith. By faith, Abraham believed God. And he left his father and his mother. <coughs> Excuse me. And he went to a land, right, that God led him to. It was by faith that Moses went down to Egypt and he spoke to Pharaoh to let God's people go. I'm telling you, it was by faith that Rahab, she hid the spies. And so when Jericho's walls fell, Rahab was protected. Do you know that Rahab was a prostitute and she believed God and she trusted God and it saved her and her household? I'm telling you. It's so many things by faith, how, um, how Samson defeated the Philistines and he killed them um, in his death. He took them. He killed many of them, thousands of them in his death. So it's by faith. That same faith that they operated in is the same faith, the same spiritual force that operates in the people of God today. So, yes, faith works. Don't tell me that faith doesn't work. I, it absolutely works. And prayer works. And the way you get prayers answered is by faith. It takes faith to believe God because you want to trust God and tell God, here's my situation. But in the name of Jesus, I command this situation to change. And by faith, Lord, I believe it's going to change. And that's simply saying, I trust you, Lord, to change my situation. Glory to God. I trust you to change my situation. I trust you, God, that everything is going to be all right. I don't know. I can't, I can't see how it's going to work. I don't know how it's going to work. I don't feel like it's going to work. But I walk by faith and not by sight. I don't, work by, I don't walk by feelings. Feelings will lie to you. Feelings will tell you everything is wrong when it's right. Feelings will tell you everything is right when it's wrong. I'm telling you, God knows exactly what he's doing. Glory be to God. He's still God. He's the same yesterday and forevermore. If God says he'll protect you and keep you safe, then he'll keep you safe. If God didn't give you a spirit of fear, but power, love, and of a sound mind, then walk in that faith. 
walk in that spirit of faith that he gave you, that sound mind that he gave you, because he's still God and he wants you to be successful in everything you do. It's by faith, brothers and sisters. It's by faith that you'll be able to move in the kingdom and do the things that God called you to do. It'll be by faith that you'll lay hands on the sick and watch them recover, that you'll speak to them blind eyes and they'll open. I'm telling you, you'll be able to do more things than you think you could do because really greater is he that's in you than he that's in the world. So when the Holy Ghost get a hold to your faith, I'm telling you, you'll do great things. You'll do great exploits. And that's what this is all about. Listen, brothers and sisters, believe God. God is faithful. He loves you. He loves me. He loves us all. And he wants us to do great exploits. He wants us to be his arms, to be his extension. He wants us to reach people for him. If Jesus laid hands on the sick, then we should be able to do it too. Do you realize that the son of God was manifested to destroy the works of the devil? And if he was manifested to destroy the works of the devil, then we were saved to destroy the works of the devil. You got that? No, you won't be able to destroy the devil because Jesus left that for him. That's his job. But we'll be able to, to, to destroy the works of the devil. Sickness and disease is a work of the devil. Uh, poverty, sickness, all that is a work of the devil. It's all his work. You know, that's what he does. That's what he did. You know, when he put people in bondage, that's a work of the devil. Mental illness is a work of the devil. All of that, all of it, sickness, disease, poverty, it's all a work of the devil. And Jesus saved us so that we could go out and destroy the works of the devil. The Bible says that the spirit of the Lord is upon me for he has anointed me to preach the gospel to the captives, to the blind, preach the gospel to the poor, to set the captives free, to cast out devils. Jesus anointed us to do that. And we put our faith to work and we go out and we let God move through us and work through us so that we can route the works of the kingdom of God so that God can be glorified, so that people can see that Jesus is real, that the power of God hadn't gone anywhere, that God's power is still on the earth. God's power is alive and well. God is still moving in his people. God is still doing great things. Glory to God. He's still Jehovah Jireh. He's the Lord, our provider. He's Jehovah Nisi, the Lord, our banner. He's Jehovah Rapha, the Lord, our healer. He's Jehovah Shammah, the God that's in the midst right now. He's Jehovah Sikhanu, the Lord, our righteousness. Jehovah Elohim, the God that revealed redemption unto us. He's Jehovah M. Kadesh, the Lord, our sanctifier. He's El Elyon, the most hallowed God. He's El Shaddai. He's the God who's more than enough. I tell you, he is God. He's the lily of the valley and the bright and the morning star. He is Jesus, the same Jesus that got up out of the grave, the same Jesus that went down to hell and preached to the captives, the same Jesus that delivered his blood up to the mercy seat, that delivered his blood up to God on our behalf. He's the same Jesus that paid the ultimate sacrifice that died for us so that we can live. He's the same Jesus, the same Jesus that wants to save you today. If you've never received Jesus as your Lord and Savior, you have an opportunity right now. If you want that, pray this prayer. And you got to have a little bit of faith. 
But if you believe God raised Jesus from the dead and you believe that Jesus died for your sins, then you got the faith, baby. Here we go. Say, Lord Jesus, I come to you right now. I'm a sinner and I want to be saved. I believe that you died for my sins. I believe that God raised you from the dead. Lord Jesus, come into my heart and be the Lord and Savior of my life. I ask you right now, Lord, forgive me of all my sins. Father, I renounce the devil in the name of Jesus, and I accept you as my Lord and Savior. Thank you right now, Father, for saving me. I repent of all my sins. Thank you, Father, for saving me. And according to your word, I'm saved, I'm saved, and I'm saved. Brothers and sisters, if you pray that prayer with me, God, my goodness gracious, you are saved right now. Listen, get you a good Bible and get you a good Bible app. Download a good Bible app. Get in a good Bible believing church, right? And grow and let your faith grow so that you will do great things. You know what? Jesus said the works that I do, he says you will do greater, right? Because we're all connected to him and we're all going to do the works that Jesus did. Well, God bless you, brothers and sisters. This is Brother Leonard. I want you to have a great day and have a fantastic week and an even better month and just a outlandish year. God bless you and keep you. Amen.